What is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra Podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What is up, man? Hey, man. Uh, still kind of reeling from that, uh, that video that you showed me the other day. Um, for those that do not know, we have a, a video coming out decently soon uh, where Zoe showed me. I don't know if you, if you flash back to the last podcast episode. He showed me a screenshot of, uh, what was it called again? Is it a... Neko Neon Neko Sugar Girls. Yeah, Neon Neko Sugar Girls, which hands down one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And I, it's a, it's a situation where I don't know how you're how you're going to edit it or what it's going to sound like, but um like I just want to I think that the fi- the thing we got to ask ourselves is is that was that really a joke or were they being dead ass serious? Yeah, uh I think the way I edited it, edited it, um, I think we have multiple videos in our bag. Word. I mean, we did record a lot. We recorded more than I thought we were going to record that day. Mm-hmm. And um, cutting it down has been not a hassle, I would say, but like harder than I thought. Okay. So That makes sense. Uh, whether it becomes multiple multiple videos or not, episode one should be coming out in like a week or so. That's not bad. That's not bad. I guess at the time of this recording, yeah. So probably probably about the next like week and a half, two weeks. We'll, you know, we're busy people, so we'll see how that works out. But um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Speaking of just anime in general, um, this new season of anime going on right now with summer season. Um, or I guess, well, just the current season of anime going on right now. Um, personally speaking, I haven't really looked too much looked too much into a lot of the shows that are on there right now. Um, partially just because none of them have really like stuck with me from like the premise or like just what the artwork looks like, um, which isn't like a bad thing. It's just some some animations aren't for me, so or just don't look like they would be for me. But I'll uh, I'll probably take another look through and watch some episodes and. Probably have something going on next week. I did watch the first episode of uh, Licorice Recoil, mm-hmm. and um, I definitely like. I definitely think it's a good. Uh, it's a good show. Um, I it's know cool. it's, it's definitely going to be in a lot of uh, Sakuga compilations. I can tell like uh, that. Those some of those clips are definitely going to be in like those clips of like cool anime moments type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But other than that, I think that the characters are like are likable, and I think it has the potential to be pretty good. So. I might come back to it, but um, this season has kind of given me the ability to kind of watch um, anime that's on my watch list that I haven't really gotten around to, which is pretty good uh, for for me. Sometimes you kind of need that, like we're just like a new one every single time. You gotta just like go back to the watch list a couple times. So I've been watching Haikyuu, obviously it shows phenomenal still, but recently I started watching uh, Gundam. Like Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh shit! Which uh, which one? Iron Blooded Orphans. Okay, that one's on my watch list too. Yeah, that one is fire. Okay, but so Netflix is putting so apparently there's like a new Gundam movie or show or show out on Netflix right now currently. And so Netflix decided to put a bunch of their movies and other stuff from Gundam. Well, not not Netflix's movies, but like. A bunch of like Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam movies and TV uh, shows on the platform. So like, Iron Blood Orphans is already on there to begin with, but they got like Mobile Suit Gundam one, two, and three, like all three movies. They got um, something. They got another one. I can't remember the, the name of it, but it's like you know how like how expansive the the Gundam universe yeah. is. So like, I can't really tell yeah. you exactly the timeline or or like the exact names of a lot of them, but they have like some of the original OG Gundam. Uh, like titles on the platform so like um i'm gonna enjoy time probably i might get into that honestly you know me and mecca uh me and mecca anime haven't really had too much of a a relationship (laughs) if that makes sense but i've heard i've heard um i've heard when it comes to gundam yeah obviously it's a mecca anime that's kind of the whole point but it kind of dives deep into like not only uh character studies but like a, li- a little bit of politics like yeah war war politics and shit like that yeah that's one thing i definitely noticed like with <clears throat> with watching 
uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. It's like y- they deal with a lot of uh, like political uh, situations, a lot of stuff that has to do with. I mean, honestly, some stuff that kind of goes on with a lot of na- with a lot of nations like um, like third world country type stuff, or like people dealing with with racism, discrimination, and classism, all that kind of stuff. And I know Iron Blooded Orphans is, is is a pretty unique take on that kind of stuff because like a lot of the I guess like in this universe of Gu- of Gundam, like Earth is like kind of inhabitable, not really. Um, most people have kind of ventured off into other planets, and then like most like the impoverished people live on Mars, and they're trying to and like a lot of the people that are fighting and rebelling are like <coughs> like they use like child soldiers. So I guess like that's what yeah. like Iron Blood Orphans kind of comes from that. So they use like child soldiers. So they got a couple of these like younger like teenagers. It's kind of like um, like a, did you ever watch eighty six when that came out? Like recently? No, I think I, it was. It's also on my watch list. Yeah, it was on my um, it was on my uh, anime of the year for last year, and it's kind of the same not the same premise per se, but like the same kind of setup where it's like most of the people operating the mech machines and fighting against this oppressive like faction are teenagers and like they're teenagers from they like basically they're kind of born into fighting and becoming like fodder for the for the government essentially and like it's kind of like their story of like being that like less than group of people um because in 86 it's like the the dominant race is all like those like silver hair blue-eyed people and then, like everybody else, has like different hair colors and brown eyes and all this other stuff. It's weird. It's a, it's a uh, unique kind of dynamic. And it's one that kind of comes with the mecha uh, genre. But you know, that's one thing I've been watching. Obviously, I'm never gonna stop singing the praises of Haikyuu. So, <laughs> you've already heard me rant about that last episode. So I'm not gonna get too much into it. But it's been uh, a weird, like, kind of turning point for me in terms of watching more stuff. <laughs> basically uh when it comes to anime or in shows in general the last few actually the last week kind of i don't know why i took a break i was watching better call Saul, which is great the last episode i left on was great fucking uh, like twists and turns and shit like that yeah um i i haven't seen the last two episodes of licorice recoil um but remember when i told you last week i was like last season was way too wholesome i need to see some action yeah i saw a clip of episode four not a clip like a screenshot of episode four of licorice and i was like don't go soft on me please i'd like (laughs) i don't know maybe something happens i haven't seen the episode yet but it it just looks like the pink-haired girl, Chis- uh, Chisato, took the other one shopping. For the whole episode? I don't know if it's the whole episode. <clears throat> That's the thing. I only saw a screenshot. Okay, well, I Maybe mean, at the end, it's like some shit happens and they have to fucking save something. Yeah, I mean, that might be the case. I feel like that could be the case with the, the show like that. It's like heavily predicated on like having cute anime girls do action things. I feel like that's like the... That's what it basically this, this show kind of boils down to, honestly. So I hope you never know. But um, I, but yeah. I, 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 we, I had enough of. We did the whole romance episode, and then the season right after that was you know, Spy Family and Love Is War and yeah. I, I, I need some, Shonen Jump shit. I need Chainsaw Man to come out. <laughs> Uh, what's today? August. Well, it'll probably August first. So, um, I know August seventh they're gonna have like a new like trailer that's gonna include a release date, and I know like the the manga just came back like three weeks ago. So, which by the way, amazing, amazing. I I I heard. It's. I don't know. Like it's it. it the, I don't know. It's just really hard to explain. Like how fast-paced the manga is like it's so fast like so much shit is happening but yeah so the guy it's kind of hard to explain with with chainsaw man with how fast-paced it is because you get 
so much shit happening to you one time, it's kind of hard to like rein it, rein it back in and figure out what the hell is happening. Um, and so like when I see people's like reviews of the story, some t- like this guy, oh, what is his name? Um, Broken Ronin, Broken Ronin. I follow him on Twitter. He's a cool guy. He basically his first read through of Chainsaw Man, he gave it like a six and a half out of ten because he was like, I have no idea what's going on. And then he reread it and like was like, oh, I think I get like all the meanings and all the symbolism sure. and all the plot points that are supposed to be happening. I get it now. He gave it a nine and a half. And I was God like, okay, damn. well, that makes sense. Like, and people were like mad at him about that. They were like, why? Like, you went from a six and a half to a nine. How do you do that? It's like, well, I mean, people can change their minds. You know what I'm saying? Right, um, yeah. But like, it, it was a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty drastic like rating change. But I mean, personally speaking, I think Chainsaw Man's up there like a nine, nine and a half, just because of the, they do a good job. Fujimoto does a good job with the world building. And, like, the action scenes and, like, even though, like, everything's so chaotic, I think it works in the favor of, of, of the story because, like, it's just, I don't know, the premise is, is, is crazy and that the way he writes and delivers all of the, the plot points is, like, really, is really good and has a lot of really funny moments. So I think nine, nine and a half is a good rating for it. I'm super excited for when the anime comes out because the dream team they put together for this this anime that's that's Bro, that screenshot they release they release the uh the casting crew well not the cast but they li- they release the crew behind the the show and it 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 looks like it's in good hands genuinely yeah man yeah man i know people were pissed off for kind of clowning the show because it has like oh the guy for the who does acting director for black clover is in it was well, like you got to look through that man's resume cuz he has a lot of good shit he did shit for for the Fate series, obviously for Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, some of the best like, and some of the best animated moments from Black Clover are from that guy. I was just about to say, yeah, I I get Black Clover is like a lot, and it might not be the best show, but I've seen some clips. The fights look kind of cool. Yeah, there are like some some, I don't know. Studio Perio has a weird thing where they have some moments where like the animation looks clean and it's great and then you have some moments where you're like what is happening on screen like what is this like with black clover for instance like you'll have a fight where the the animation is great like you know what's happening the flow is great the the action scenes look um like crisp then you have <laughs> one scene where asta's like doing like a fucking like zigzag design where his all his all his <laughs> His character is just like turning one degree, like one eighty degrees up, going flip this way, like flipping around. Like it doesn't oh, look good geez. at all. So they kind of, they're kind of hit or miss on that kind of stuff. But that's also, but that's also not Mappa. True. Like but I, things, that I guy, feel like, yeah, I know it's the same guy, but I feel like certain studios, it's like he's not the uh, what what's the word? Say all be all, end all, end all be all, yeah. Like, obviously, he's going to do something, and then he's got to show it to someone else at MAPPA, and then MAPPA's going to be like, mm, this is good, or mm, you could do better. True. Yeah. And I think also just the way animation works, like, the I think this, I saw something about, like, price per frame. Like, too. per frame of animation, like, they, there's a certain amount of money that goes into per frame of animation. So if you dump a lot of, ani- like, if in this huge fight, you dump so much money into these frames and all this animation, you're going to have to cut some corners on the back end yeah. for other fights and other, other yeah. situations because you just don't have the the money per per frame to do stuff all the time. Also, post- it's fucking MAPPA we're talking about. This is the same studio that's bought out WIT twice. <laughs> yeah, I think. Like, they got the money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have the money to pick up uh, all these titles and make a lot of good good content. I think the thing with Wit is the fact that Wit makes high quality content no matter what. Like, no matter what Just, title they, they take are, their time. They take their time. And if they feel like they can't, like, they don't have, if, if they feel like they don't have the ability to do a certain title justice within the, a certain time frame, they just don't do it, which yeah. is a good idea. Like, I know it sucks for fans because we want everything like right now right now but and that's why and, and mappa comes in and you know they they, they kind of like help fill that void for us but 
Studio Wit, like, I don't think they've missed too much. They, they bro. They had uh, two two of my best anime of last year. Vivi and, uh, and Ranking of Kings. Yeah, and they do a good, I mean, they did a good job with both of them with the action animation, just the story, setting up everything. And Ranking of Kings might be anime, one of the animes of the year this year again. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I didn't put it as anime of the year last year because it was going through its first core. So now that the whole entire thing's finished, my uh, it's definitely going to be high on that list. My, it's probably going to be top three just because of how good it finished, honestly. It was just really, really good. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, but that's basically like the, the anime for, for um, this. For today. This, for today. Because uh, I kind of wanted to get into something I haven't talked about in a while, and that's uh, the video game aspect of this <laughs> of this brand, I guess. That we haven't yeah. really covered that much. Um, yeah. But, uh, so, Zoe, I know you've been on this, like, conquest of, of video. I don't even know, a video game conquest? Is that, is that safe to call yeah. it? Yeah. This year, I don't know why, I decided to write down every video game I played. And then, uh, like, a month in, I was like, let me see how many games I can play this year like in general because i feel like it's one of the last years i'll be able to do that and i'm not going to name them all but i'll count how many i've played so far yeah and then we can um i know we're gonna we and you had planned like an episode where we basically just mm-hmm. go through like every game you've played this year yeah i we're definitely gonna do that but right now so far i've played one two three four five six seven eight 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36 games this year. Jesus. Jesus. Um, 37 technically, because I'm playing one right now, but I haven't finished it, and I might not... I don't what know. What game is it? Tales of Arise. Oh, really? You were well, literally last time I went, I came to the crib. You were talking about how good it was. It's, how much you liked I it? I like, I like the, the combat is interesting. The character designs are cool. Um, I just, I'm like 20 hours into it now, and it's kind of, I don't know. It's like not that engaging. It's very. The way you make like money in in this game is not like other RPGs at all. Like most of the time you fight, you get XP, an item, and money. Uh, when you fight, you don't get money. Um, sometimes you'll get an item that isn't used for crafting or cooking. So you can sell that item and that's how you get money. Uh, but the main way to get a lot of money is to do a lot of the side quests. But this game, it's not, it's not the uh, open world. It's not open world as we know it. It's like I can go anywhere in this game, but the level designs are very linear. Okay, so to go sense. to go back to like the first village. Yeah, you can quick travel, but it's not like you open a map and then there's a huge map and then you can go to that village. It's like you got to open up the map and then you got to press triangle and it'll show you a list of everywhere you've been. And then you got to click the first area. And then from the first area, you have to find the place you want to go to. But if the place you want to go to doesn't have a quick travel point, then you got to quick travel somewhere else. It's kind of just... It's like not engaging enough for me to care about the story. It's cumbersome. Yeah. Like it's kind of like kind of an inconvenience to go anywhere. Yeah, and then it's like uh, fucking getting healing items for your health and for your CP. CP is your magic points. It they're super expensive all the time. And then I buy as many as I can in the store. And then one someone in my party is like, it's always good 
good to be stocked up, but did we have to spend so much money? And it's like, give me more money then. <laughs> Get, like, I don't want to have to go to fucking the cook that's in the village. And then there's like, I need four potatoes. And then it's like, I only have three. So I have to go somewhere else and I have to find a fucking, fo- fucking potato. And then I get hit by a fucking monster. And then I got to fight. And then I might lose all my health. And it's like, it's just, I, I literally changed. I was playing on like, not hard mode, I guess normal mode. And mm-hmm. that was hard. And it was like hard. Like I would, like leveling up, grinding isn't fun. And I'm an I'm an RPG guy. I'll grind yeah. my life away. I don't care. I'm <laughs> like fucking in a I reached level ninety nine in Kingdom Hearts two. Like I know how to grind. Jeez, but, that takes a dedication. Like I don't like you like people like you and my boys who don't like turn based probably won't understand this but i have more fun with a turn-based game than this action game i mean i can excuse me i can kind of see how i can kind of see how you would get frustrated with it i mean the way you're explaining it yeah i've obviously like i know this game i feel like this i would be the same exact way if i was playing tales of rise too like even if it it's like it's not like a is it like the Final Fan, like the newer Final Fantasy type when it comes to action games, or is it like, like a still turn-based type, type joint? No, 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 no. The the Tales of series, all of it is action-based. There, I don't think any of them have been turn-based, and that's why I wanted to play them because, like, when it comes to RPGs, it's kind of a big name. Like Tales of of Symphonia is like a huge classic JRPG. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I, I've never played a Tales of game. I'll play this new one. And it, it got, like, good reviews, like 85 out of 100. That's a pretty yeah. good fucking game. It's decent. Um, but it's like, I, I want to finish it because for the culture, you know? <laughs> I got to see it through. Yeah, but it's like, not to mention, Multiverses just came out, and I am grinding i love it multiverses oh is phenomenal it's great i i don't like a lot of multiplayer games i'm more of a story mode kind of guy but my favorite competitive game ever is smash bros ever love smash bros i'm not phenomenal at it but i'm pretty good and there's never been another platform fighter to keep my attention that long and like Brawlhalla is like was okay Brawlhalla for a while for me at least was huge because I didn't have a switch I didn't have a, a Wii at the time so I was like heavy playing Brawlhalla because that game was fun as fuck I just think it got stale because like a lot of the well I can say the movesets are the same but it's the same like three or four types of characters their movesets mm-hmm. are different but it's the same they're kind of like reskins of the same character, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, they're going to have, like, yeah. the guy with the, with the double kunai who does the same move, just in a different way. And somebody with a spear, got somebody with a gun. You know what I'm saying? And, like, there's, like, they're, you know, they have, like, two separate weapons they can use or something, some shit like that? Yeah. Like, it just gets, it got repetitive after a while. Sure. So, I can definitely tell. I was going to say, though, like, um, the, I guess the platform fighter thing didn't really hasn't really done too much like outside of smash obviously there's brawlhalla there's slap city which is more of like a joke if anything yeah. um and the people who made S- slap city made nick all-stars and i downloaded it for free because it was free on psn one month and i do- i don't like it at all i hate i don't it does not feel good doesn't it's feel good to just play. No, and like, I don't know. I don't get how like I've never played Slap City, but like watching someone play Slap City, it looks cleaner than Nick. It's just very odd. Damn, that's tough. So then, when <laughs> Multiverses was supposed to be coming out, I got a little demotivated after I played Nick, because I was like, okay, it's not gonna be like Smash, like in multiverses you can't jump using the stick you have to press a button yeah 
um, in Nick, you jump with X. I play on a, on a PS5 controller. You jump with X, and it doesn't feel good. In Multiverses, I also jump with X, but it f somehow feels better. I don't I, like. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not a game developer. I'm not a game designer. It's just yeah. this game is 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 stupid fun because the Iron Giant is actually giant. Yeah, he's fucking I dealt, huge. I dealt 400 and something damage to him in one fight, and I still lost. That's just funny. <laughs> he's like a oversized Ridley, which is hilarious yes. to say because Ridley's fucking huge in Smash. Yes. That the Sakurai's excuse, because dude Ridley, he had to shrink Ridley a little bit. Sakurai's excuse for not putting him in Smash for the longest time was that he's too big. Um, also, fucking, I just unlocked Bugs Bunny. He is stupid in the best way possible. Really? He's considered a mage in the game. But not because he has magical powers, it's because he's literally a Looney Tunes. If you, if you're in the air and you neutral special, you'll drop a safe. And then you can hit that safe and it'll hit people. You can okay. dig under the ground and move to different parts of the map. Um, you you pull out a hammer. You pull out a bat. You pull out a fucking giant rocket that says Acme on it. Like, it's oh just fun. Oh, my God. His crouch? His crouch is a move. If you crouch long enough, he's looking through a box that says Acme, and he'll take out an item that you can use. Oh, wow. No other fucking uh, character has a crouch that does something. It's a crouch. They'll just crouch. That's crazy. It's really fun. And, again, it's free to play. And um, since it's free, I got the battle pass. The battle pass is $4. Smooth. It's, it's kind of worth it. I'm a Finn main, though. I sauce people up with Finn. It's Really crazy. My fin is untouchable. Oh my gosh. I beat this. I two stock this guy because you usually play with two stocks. He only dealt ninety four damage to me. It was embarrassing. <laughs> so okay, but so my question is this though: like, when it comes to obviously people are gonna compare it to Smash. Like, what do you like? What do you think the the comparison is, is there like a comparison or is there like is it just like are they two separate things or like would, I think would you like would it would it be a situation where multiverses would give smash a run for his money money in terms of just like overall fun factor or like gameplay factor uh i think multiverses is more casual because like dude you have no idea how many times i've survived a spike Oh, yeah. I'll I'll get spiked, and if I'm close enough to the wall, I'll recover. Like you can't do that in Smash. Smash, I feel like, is a little bit more competitive. It's got a competitive edge, and that's why I think Smash will always be the goat. Because mm -hmm. Smash is the thing you'll you'll want to fly out to New York to attend uh, big moves, the big moves competition, or you go to Orlando to watch uh, Smash World Tour, like. You'll want to go see these competitions because it's, uh, I guess when it comes to platform fighters, it's the street fighter of platform fighters. It's, it's the, it's the GOAT. It's classic. It, it's got, it, it's dedicated fan base. Fucking, dude, Melee is still, Melee is still people huge. still play Melee is crazy to me. I kind of get it because Melee feels so much different. Than, than ultimate it's way quicker it's got different um weights to all these characters um yeah so like if you play smash you most likely play ultimate if you play melee you play melee it's different that's crazy because um, i mean what's crazy when, is like when it comes to smash though like i what's funny is i didn't grow up playing melee i grew up playing brawl yeah, so did I. Which is, so which is I. hilarious. It's like I, I remember like just coming to my aunt's house because my cousin Holly had a Wii or cousin Holly just had a Wii at the time, and then me and Zach just playing Brawl. Like I, we never touched Melee one time. 
and I yeah. and like, I just see how big it is. It's crazy to me. But continue. And another another reason why I think multiverses is more casual is because it's free. It's free with a battle pass type of system. Like my friend has always said, like Nintendo can make so much more money if they sold skins in Smash. Which is true, but it's fucking Nintendo. How much more money do they need? Uh, they they published Xenoblade Chronicles, and Xenoblade Chronicles isn't the most known in the video game sphere, but it's gotten like ten out of tens across the board. So so a lot of people are buying it, and then fucking they'll release a a Mario game. And it'll sell millions, and they'll release a, a Kirby game, and that'll sell millions. They don't need to do a Battle Pass for Smash. They really don't. This is the the people who made Multiverses, I'm almost positive, it's their first game they've ever made. They did a pretty good job from what I've seen. They did a, they did a great job. And another, another cool thing about this game, it's just, it's clever. It's just... There's so many little clever touches to characters that it's fun. Like LeBron. Yeah, okay. LeBron can we can we just talk about how broken funny. LeBron looks in ver- multiverses? You would think he's broken because he can he can deal a lot of damage. He's really hard to kill with though. I my LeBron is at a level like 10 and uh he I we I think he only has one kill move, and it's a side special, which is his slam dunk. Yeah. And you have and you have to make sure you hit that dunk. If you don't dunk on someone, they could survive. Oh man. That that is a f- that is a sentence I just said. Um, <laughs> but like he he if you neutral special, he'll pass the ball, pass the ball. If his teammate catches it. His teammate could catch it and then pass the ball again. If you're playing a one-on-one, the pass will hurt the opponent. Yeah. But if you, in the air, if you up special, he'll literally shoot. He'll literally shoot the ball. Yeah. And it can hit people. Wow. So, like, he's, and then is he, like, his he's, crouch, like a Wii, he's like a Wii trainer, is he? Where he just has, like, the, the volleyball? No. no. His crouch hits him tying his shoes. That's funny. Okay. Um, without the ball, his neutral, his neutral neutral is the, com- the JR complaining to JR move. Wow. The fact that they put that detail in the game is crazy. It's funny. It's funny. And then, um, Velma's crouch is her looking for her glasses. For her glasses yeah. And since she're, she's looking for her glasses, the screen gets kind of blurry. That's cool. That's cool. It's like they didn't need to do that. It has that has nothing to do with competitiveness at all, but it's funny. Yeah, I feel um, like the, I can definitely can cater more casual. The fact that they have they made like they turned Shaggy like they just took all the memes of Shaggy and put it into his oh, moveset. It's crazy. Here's here's another thing that makes this game way better than Nick. At at launch, Nick had no voice acting. Like, how the fuck are you going to make a Nickelodeon fighting game and and Spongebob isn't talking? That, makes that no just sense. sounds weird. This game is fully voice acted from the beginning and not with just, like, randos. Like, Arya Stark is in the game and they got Macy Williams to do her voice. What is her... Is she released yet? What is her moveset like, I wonder? She's kind of nutty. She's really fast. She's kind of like, she has a sword she could teleport to. Like, she's kind of nutty. I haven't unlocked her yet, but she looks. Does she sick. have anything to do with like the many, like the many faces type joint, or no? I feel like it'd be hard uh, to pull I'm off. To be honest, bro, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Oh, you so haven't? I forgot I you haven't seen know. Game of Thrones. That's not really a spoiler, but like, that's kind of that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> oh, but the greatest part is, do you know who voiced Shaggy? It's, what's his name? The actual guy. That it's played. Matthew fucking Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. That's fucking great. I I feel like that's part of like that was part of the meme too because when they started talking about the Super Saiyan shit, it was the pictures yes. of him of Matthew Lillard or yes. whatever. And so now like they just kind of took all those memes. 
I think, yeah, I could, yeah, the little details they added, I could see how that'd be, like, fun for for people. Just casually pick up and play it with your friends. I could they definitely got, see, like, the situation for that. John DiMaggio is back for Jake. Jeremy Shada is back for Finn. Um, I I always, I can't believe I just forgot her name. The, the lady who voices uh, Timmy Turner and Raven. Oh, um... What is her name? The blonde lady. You know who I'm talking Bro, about. Bro, what's, what's going to be so mad? What is her name? Now it's going to piss me off. <laughs> Tara Strong. Tara Strong is uh, Harley Quinn. So it's... it's. Uh, oh, my God. Kevin fucking Conroy as Batman. He's the animated Batman. He yeah. is the Batman. He's great. Wow. Like, they got a lot of... Do it's they have Joker a, in there? Or no, or not, not yet. Yeah. That's that's something I was talking to my cousin about because we've been playing multiverses. It's crazy how famous Harley Quinn got that she's in this game before the Joker because for sure they're going to add him. Yeah, I think the recent – I'm not going to say – when I say this, I feel like it's going to have like a negative connotation to it, but I trust me, it's not. I think it's the recency bias of Harley Quinn Oh, definitely. because of the, because of the show. Oh, I was going to say – Specifically because of Margot Robbie. <laughs> that and also the show. Because I think the show, I think she even got a show because of Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah. I think she, like Margot Robbie did a good job as Harley Quinn. And that's saying something because that Suicide Squad movie that she was in was not good. Second one, the second one's good if you haven't seen it. I like the second one. Yeah, that first, I'm talking about that first one. I, oh my God, I just saw. So there was a leaked roster for this game that. The, it, it had Rick and Morty and LeBron in it and it got both those or all three of those characters right because on August 9th Rick and Morty come out are they, that, like a to, are they together or they just are they, is it Rick no and, they're, and separate. they're separate low key I would have wanted to be like Tom a, and Jerry's already together that's true but I feel like Rick and Morty together would have been a funny like that would have been funny thing to do like uh, like ice climbers because with, with Tom and Jerry it's kind of like duck hunt it's it's more like Rosalina and Luma. Okay, because you could sense. you could shoot you could send Jerry out and then he'll do something. Yeah. But that that leaked roster also had Gandalf, Harry Potter, the Hound, uh, Emmett from the Lego Movie, uh, Godzilla, fucking Eleven from no Stranger way. Things. There's no way they could put Godzilla on the on Of the, course they can. The they did Iron Giant. Of course they can. Bro, that's literally like putting Rathalos as a playable character in Smash. He, he'll be, Dude, have you not played the story mode for Smash? Oh, well, yeah, you're right. Rathalos is, is a boss. That's true. Rathalos is a is a is an item. He's a he's I know, a, but I'm an saying assist trophy. Like, but I'm saying I, yes, that's what I mean. Yes, like he's a assist trophy. But I'm saying if Rathalos was a legitimate playable character, is what I'm saying. Like, if he was oh. part of the pack, the pack of players on Smash, it's like or like Charizard. We can just go with Charizard. I feel like, well, not really. Rathalos, Charizard is a playable character. I know he is, but I'm saying like, I feel like Rathalos, is Rathalos like bigger than Charizard when it comes yes. to that? Yes. Yeah, so yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Rathalos is huge. So like, yeah, um, Godzilla. He'll just be the same size as, as Iron Giant. He'll be that yeah, big. That I guess in that regard, it'll um, I'm trying to think of who else Warner Brother. What like what else Warner Brothers does? I they could do anyone from DC. They could put the Flash. Let me look up. Do they have the Animaniacs in there? Ooh, that'd they be funny. Could. I feel like I feel like they should have done that to from the get go. Should have the the three like well they'd have to do them separate because there's three of them because there's a lot. I, yeah, I wonder what in their minds, like I get having Batman, Superman, uh, Bugs Bunny, Harley Quinn, Tom and Jerry, even even Finn and Jake. I get having those characters first. What made them want to go with Garnet from Steven Universe, uh, the Iron Giant? Like, why'd they want to go first? I wonder. I feel like they probably chose characters. One, like, fan favorite characters, and then I feel like they chose 
probably characters that I felt they felt like could have some sort of a move set. Because you know, like some characters, you just kind of look yeah. at them like, what what would their move set actually be? Like you can tell what Garnet's move set would actually be. Yeah. Like for as weird as it sounds, you can tell you you could you can obviously see like a character like LeBron and know what his move set would be. There are some characters that are, you really just can't you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, okay. I I'm looking at a leaked roster that again has LeBron, has Rick and Morty. Bro, they could do static shock. That'd be sick. I really want them to do it. I want them to bring that show back or just do something with it. Like this this roster has Godzilla, Gandalf, Static Shock, Beetlejuice. That'd be kinda cool. Craig from Craig of the Creek. That'd be sick. He would have a good he would be like the villager. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that a would, cool moveset. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> Marvin the Martian, Raven. That'd be cool. Legolas. The I think they have like the OG Teen Titans in there. It's like Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy. Gizmo. Gizmo from uh, Gremlins. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. And then have like some of the um, the members of Hive. Like Jinx. Bumblebee. Put, what was her name? Was her name Bumblebee? Can't remember. Oh my god. Okay. This one is obviously... I just found another one that's fake. The first... Row starts off pretty normal. You know, it has uh, Princess Bubblegum, Scooby-Doo, Fred Flintstone. That kind of makes sense. Bro, at the end, starts. this guy put Jotaro, <laughs> Neo, Buddy the Elf, Eric Andre, because Eric wait. Andre show. Yeah, but wait, did you say Neo? And Larry David. That'd be funny. Did you say Neo, like Neo from The Matrix? From The Matrix. That would kind of make sense, actually. That would they make a lot of sense. That'd Matrix. be cool. That'd be cool. You could definitely do like so you could definitely do like a Neo and then like a um, like a Agent Smith. You could do that. Someone made this meme of adding Walter White to multiverses, <laughs> and for the longest time, I was like, I mean, I guess they can if if Warner Brothers owns AMC, but they don't even own AMC. So I don't even know why this is a meme. <laughs> <laughs> I think people like just... Walter White can't be in the game. But why, okay, but why is anything a meme? Like, why did Morbius become a meme? But that makes more sense, because it's bad. Like, random tangent. Like, the fact that Taylor Swift has been getting memed about private planes for the past week and that okay, shit was no, fake but, no but oh was it fake i think so the article's fake about her using her jet i could have sworn it was fake somebody i saw like a tweet it was like some stan account tweeted something like a joke and it was really funny and they're like reply afterwards like oh my god i just realized the article's fake so <laughs> no i could dude, be i could I be wrong it could be real okay. but from my understanding the article comes out and Taylor Swift is number one. That she It's an article of the top ten uh, celebrities who are destroying the environment by using their private jets. Yeah. And then it, say, it says some shit like Kylie Jenner isn't even in the top ten or some shit like that. Um, number one happens to be Taylor Swift. And then the next day, the stands are doing damage control. There was a stand that made a thread of how Taylor Swift is actually a friend of the environment or some shit like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but even that makes more sense than this. I guess, I guess. I just thought somebody said something about it being fake and it was just like all the memes were so funny. Like the fucking helicopter. Remember that thing that like the, the video of the helicopter like tr uh, transporting that, that passenger and it's like spinning? And it was like Taylor was walking her dog. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. Oh shit, yeah, that shit was funny. Um, but yeah, what were we, we talking about? Oh, like how Walter White became like a meme about multiverses. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think any, anything can become a meme, or if pe more people put their uh, their thoughts into it, honestly. But. Uh, <laughs> I think I, don't know, I might get multiverses because 
It's free it's to free. play. It's free. I didn't realize it was free. So I'm, I'm definitely going to grab that because I got some free time until I go back to work uh, on Thursday. So uh, I'm definitely going to put some put some uh, some time hours in that. But I also picked up another game, and I kind of want to talk about it on the pod. Unfortunately, didn't get that much time to really play it. Um, and that is uh, Naruto Shinobi Strikers. Or striker. Oh, that's right. You told me you got um, it today. I got it today. I got it like earlier today. And I tried to play it a little bit. The download time wasn't wasn't bad. It's it's you you know me like I I'm I'm a fan of RPGs just like you are not necessarily JR, JRPGs but RPGs in general. Like I'm a huge Destiny fan. Love Borderlands. Um, what else? Like just but, but like RPGs like that where you kind of have that progression as a part of it. Um, but. I try to play it, and I definitely can see the appeal of the game. One, mm-hmm. from an anime fan perspective, and then from like a from like a perspective of somebody that likes a game like Overwatch, if that makes sense. So, like from an anime from an anime fan's uh, standpoint, like it's literally your play. You can create your own hidden leaf ninja or whatever part of whatever sect of of, of ninja you want to be you could be from the sand uh hidden in the sand hidden in the the mist you can say you could be any like whatever ninja clan mentioned that you wanted to be you can create your own and like the progression system and the rpg aspect is like you can get your own like you can add jutsu like ninjutsu that you want to use weapons that you have that are all that were all part of the, the lore and the universe of of naruto so from that regard, like it's really cool, and you and it's one of those things where, like that's the first like appealing thing for you. The gameplay wise, like a lot of it's like capture the flag or um, team deathmatch type stuff or um, like like crew battles type type stuff. And so mm-hmm. like it's it's a situation where you got to pick like a certain type, like you have like attack, range, defense, you know, healing, you know, the whole the whole the usual like. Team, team, team shooter, team type. shooter type thing, but it's with like, but it's with with Naruto stuff. So the appeal is oh. there, I and yeah. like the gameplay is pretty good. The problem is, both times I try to play the game, they crashed, so I didn't get a chance to play it. Wait, like the game itself crashed? Like you know how paces it like the game will just like stop and like all it'll flash and be like uh, an unexpected error has occurred. It happened twice. Oh shit! <laughs> so I was like, you know, I was like, I, I, I guess I was like, you know, it's not my my, my day to record uh, to play, so I'm just gonna <laughs> wait till tomorrow to play or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, from what I did get a chance to like go through and play, like it, I could definitely see the appeal and um, uh, of why people like it. But I could also see why some people might have a problem with it, and it's uh, and it's something like too crazy. I think it's a situation where some of the the abilities you have like it's obvious like what abilities are go-tos and like what abilities are not used like ever and then there's also like a situation with like cooldowns like i if i memory serves i don't think there's a cooldown for the substitution jutsu basically like if you are getting attacked you could like hit like r2 and you do like a Mm. substitution jutsu where you like pop to a different spot like away from them it, it kind of helps, like, if you can't block and you can't deflect the attack, you just substitution jutsu to get out of there. The problem is, I don't think there's a there's a, a cooldown for the substitution jutsu. So you could just spam it and have all its movement and still be able to, like, survive and also be able to, like, to get to rack up, like, kills and final blows because of the fact that you can't necessarily be hit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's kind of... I can see where that would be annoying. I could also see where people would be kind of upset if the if the substitute had a cooldown, but I feel like it would make the gameplay a little bit better because you have to be strategic about when you can get out of combat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then... Bro, P- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, go, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, I was going to say, PSN has been pushing this game like crazy. Like, last month it was free. And now you got it for like what three bucks or something? Yeah, like yeah, four dollars or something like that. Bro, this shit came out in 2018. I had never heard of it until literally last month. I wonder why they're pushing it. I don't know. I heard about it because um, Lena Cuisine used to play it a lot, and I used to watch a lot of his like oh, sh- when he would stream it. And he was in like a a 
apparently there's like a professional league for the shit. And, a, and he was in like a... Yeah, there's a league for anything, bro. Yeah, true. He was in, <laughs> he was in like a big like creator tournament for Shinobi Striker. I remember like that. And I remember like wanting the game, but it was like $40. I was like, I don't know. The way it looks, like I probably would wait until it gets a little bit cheaper. And now that it's like $4, I'll get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's – and the one more thing just about like the gameplay-wise, like you can't – it was much like Overwatch. Like you can't run in there solo and try to do whatever. Like you will get jumped and you're going to have a bad time. Like if you are not with sure. your teammates, if you are not running in like with at least one or two other people in your group, because they do four on four. It's like four on four battles. So if it's like if you go in and it's just you and you see two people there, you're you might as well chalk it up to a death because you're <laughs> you're getting jumped. <laughs> like it's the it's the mojito versus Yuji and Nanami type shit. You're getting beat the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, that was the biggest thing where, like, once you kind of understand that, because, yeah, it's, like, frustrating. Like, you want to, like, go in and guns blazing and try to win. But there's, like, a a level of strategy to it that I didn't sure. really think there was there until I actually started playing. Because when you watch somebody yep. else play, you're like, oh, it's just kind of like you're running around doing ninja shit, capture the flag. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you're actually playing, like, you can kind of see, like, where strategy would be involved and, like, knowing when to pop certain abilities, knowing when to go in, when to go out, when to, like, do certain, like, movement stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff involved. And I think it's – I think it's a decent game if I could, you know. But I'd have more of an opinion on it if uh, I was able to play it. (laughs) But, like, play it to, like, the fullest extent that I wanted to play it. Um, But, I mean, other than that, I think it's – I think it it'll be a good a good game because I don't want to get burned out with Destiny. I feel like I've, I feel like I'm reaching that point because I've been dude. I tell you, I've been grinding that game, dude. Bro, you've been playing that game forever. <laughs> I mean, the game's been around for the game's been around since I was in like ninth, tenth grade, honestly. Yeah, it, here's bro. My friends are really big League of Legends guys, and then. I show one of them Smash, and then he gets really into Smash, and then, like, that's all they play, and I don't get it. I, I, like I said earlier this episode, I've played 30-something games this, this year. I can't, even though I have 500 hours on Smash, because I love Smash, it's also because I'm playing something else, like, at the same time, and I'm, I'm like, going through stuff, that's why I'll never get burned out on Smash. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, I don't get how you guys just keep with one game for years. I, I think it's just because I don't know, like the, I, it's really hard to explain for me at least, like why I still go into Destiny. Um, I think just, well, I mean, I, it's really hard to explain actually, but I think for me it's one of those things where I just enjoy, like the grinding part, it kind of sucks sometimes, but I just enjoy just like the cool like aspect of it like i'm a big fan of like the lore of the game i'm a big sure. fan of like how the characters and set up are set up i'm afraid of like i i'm a fan of like the guns that you can get like the gun designs mm-hmm. the gun abilities i'm like a fan i've restarted getting into like character and subclass builds lately so that's what i'm trying to do like when it comes to certain like subclasses like what kind of build is best for certain things because I want to get into more high level content the problem is I'm a solo queue player so I don't really have the luxury of like going in and doing a raid like I would potentially I would like to do like a raid one day like go in with people and like sure. do a raid do a dungeon or whatever I just don't have that luxury because it's just me and Zach you know what I'm saying yeah. so like I kind of want to like get to the point where I can get to like a high enough level to where I can be in a, in a situation where like if I have to link up with randoms like i'm not about to be like the 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 dead weight you know what i'm saying <laughs> sure yeah i mean i guess it's also for me one i suck it's really bad at shooters i'm not an fps player i i i am the cannon fodder whenever i play call of duty or warzone or shit like that but you're i mean you're good and at uh, overwatch though yeah, but that, that's like a team shooter. That's different. And another thing is, I'm not. When it comes to video games, I'm not that competitive. 
Like, I'll pop off a little when I'm playing Smash or Multiverses, because I'm like, I just spiked this fucking guy. Oh, that was sick. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I don't know. I, I find menus fun. I find, uh, ooh, what's the what's the best loadout I can do right now for, for this dungeon? Oh, I'm going to use this. And um, Tifa's going to be the healer. And, and Barrett's going to be the mage. And and uh, this and that and blah 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 like i find yeah. that fun i don't i don't find comms 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 uh i'm doing i'm clicking i'm i'm ulting i'm like i hate i don't know i, I can't was, with that okay well the thing is with that like what you ex- uh, describe in terms of like your jrpg experience it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing for me it's like okay let me get like yeah. I'm gonna get this build for this uh, this subclass of warlock so I can have this ability and if I pair it with this gun it's gonna be it's gonna do this type of stuff if I oh this new uh, this new mod I can put on my on my on my uh, gear will help me do this and it's like stuff like that where I can go into high level gameplay like as high as I could possibly go as a solo queue player and be and be fine and, and have fun with that there is a level of like comms comms where the, all, all stuff is when it comes to destiny the problem is i am not gonna even go close to pvp i'm not gonna touch it at all pvp is, is it, i hate it on destiny sure. don't ask me why because i can get into so many different things this is really annoying but i just hate it okay uh so i kind of stick with pve and pve is fun because there's a lot of collaborative effort in that there's a lot of mechanics that go into dungeons and certain uh certain like raid activities that are that like require like a lot of teamwork and stuff like that to like pull off and i think that's like the fun aspect of it too plus like shooting things in that game for some reason is like like you know like the like the you know like the the stuff in the brain that have like the serotonin that's right yeah serotonin or something like that right where it's like <laughs> where like it kind of yeah. gives you the yeah where it kind of gives that like, really good feeling like shooting things in that game was just so much fun <laughs> Like I'm being so on, like I'm being so honest. Like just like it feels good to shoot things in that game. Uh, when we went to SuperCon, and you we were looking at like the weapons, and you were like, "Oh, these are guns from Destiny." I I do see what you mean by the designs of all those guns. They do look sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, I like them. But but yeah, so I, I could your 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 video game journey. Like how many. Like, do you have the on the list? Do you have like games that you plan to play? Like, how many games are you planning to play? Or let me rephrase: uh, How many games you played out of a certain number that you have? I, I've played thirty something out of. I yeah, the, I I have games on here that I plan to play, and if I don't get to them this year, they'll just move to next year. Um, like yeah. Like a. Yakuza Like a Dragon is was number five on the list, and I didn't get to play it till like later in the year. Yeah. I just know that I wanted that game. Yeah, and then shit when that um, new when the Yakuza games come out on the PlayStation exclusive. And we're back. Uh, sorry, so uh, my connection is being super weird. But continue with your <laughs> Yakuza <laughs> Yakuza game yeah. uh, explanation. What I was saying was this: I, it's I get I don't I don't think, you know the the definition of aesthetic has changed over the years, but I do like the aesthetic of Yakuza because it's like, realistic real life Japan, but then it and then it's like super serious like the main story is like, ah oh, fuck this other Yakuza clan this and that blah 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 but then it gets really fucking stupid on the side, yeah like yeah, yeah, it's just really weird. funny. Yeah. Fucking in Like a Dragon, you you meet the creator of the Roomba and then you pay him a million yen to make a street-sized Roomba and then that Roomba goes out of control and you have to fight the Roomba. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with the main story. You literally can play the whole game without ever meeting him. That's crazy. I think well also like Yakuza 0, like I remember like watching like Berlizzi play that game or like seeing all the side quests he was doing, like none of it had anything to do with the story at all. It was okay. just like really just funny one-off things, and depending on like the character you were when you did them, like depend like sh- the the dialogue between the two, like uh, Kiryu and then uh, Majima, like 
like both of those characters are great and so like seeing them inter- interact with like randoms on the street was pretty funny yeah and all that is way better than tales of arise where i have to go find a fucking potato for someone so they can give me a fucking recipe for a, a, a dish that I'm never going to cook because the only dish I need to cook is the one that replenishes my CP after a fight because I never have fucking CP because I never have fucking healing items. <laughs> you might as well drop the game at this point. <laughs> I, I want it wasn't even that expensive. I got it for like 20 bucks, but like, I don't know. I like, I got it. I want to play for the culture. You gotta see it through, honestly. Yeah. You might you might just need to like just finish it with as minimal effort as possible. Like the least amount of hours you need to put in to beat the game, like you need just to go ahead and do it. I literally changed it to story mode, like the difficulty. I literally went the easiest route because I was like, I don't wanna try. I don't wanna lose because it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, okay. Well, um, We've been going for a little bit, and we've had some technical difficulties, so let's start to wrap this up. Um, yeah. You got any music racks, my guy? Yeah. Um, recently, I've been listening to an album called uh, My Shadow by Quentin Brock. I found out about him on TikTok. He, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rock album, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. And the last song on the album is him and portugal the man it's a pretty Ooh. good song yeah i'm a big fan of portugal the man uh i've been listening to that album and hmm, any singles any singles uh uh i've been listening to a lot of i love life thank you by mac if you like the old style of mac like the backpack rap uh you'll like this album um it came out, I think, right before Blue Slide Park, like originally. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of his later stuff personally, but this this mixtape isn't bad at all. I like it. It's not bad. Um, for me, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, Trapo, and you know, he put his 2016 EP uh, "She" up on streaming services not too long ago. Um, super excited for what he has. Um, going on when in terms of music um we just waiting on him to drop some new stuff um super like niche uh underground type rapper that not too many people know about but he's like, one of my favorite uh artists uh off the ep she moved on prototype um uh chicago the the end track is like one of some of my favorites off of there and it's a really good um a good tape and another one is a uh, new one uh, by a guy named named Wise Boy Jeremy. Um, if you're a fan of Red Veil, which like me and Zoar, uh, you'd like this guy. He's super smooth. Um, kind of a younger guy. I can't remember how old he is. I think he's like 19. Um, uh, let's just see what's uh, what single off here. Jade is a good one. The, the 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 first track off the off the off the project is solid. Super smooth. Kind of he he flows really really well. And has the ability to kind of tell his story in a unique way. So if you like Red Veil, you'll like him. And then, um, what else? What is it? I got a single I haven't listened to. Um, not too many singles. I think uh, part of the band from 1975. I've been playing that a lot. Um, uh, being funny in a foreign language. So like full transparency, their most recent album, I haven't really gone back to listen to that much. I know you have, but I haven't. Um, but this it's phenomenal album, just growth. off of the <laughs> just this album off of this 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 title this first track that came out is definitely probably going to be one that I'll listen to uh, a lot more just personally speaking and my taste on 1975. Go to band. But part of the band is is a solid is a solid um solid tape. So with that being said, uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, I know it's gonna be hell for both of us editing this, but. Uh, be on the lookout for the, the YouTube video, uh, both of our, our commentary video on uh, Neon Neko Sugar Girls. Sugar Girls, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, be on the lookout for that. And we're going to try to, depending on how that well that does and how well we push it, we can see how, like, if we want to do more of them. 
not not specifically for that that title, but like maybe for other shows, like maybe if Chainsaw Man comes out or and we want to watch that together, but but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's been it. Follow us on the socials at the socials before you sign off. Before oh, you shit. sign off, go ahead. Let me let me try this. There's this new thing on Riverside. Uh, we I don't think I've tried it. I'm gonna mark a clip. So I'm gonna click here. Okay, I'm gonna grab my camera. Oh, oh shit! Oh no! Oh, it doesn't it doesn't go that far. I gotta speak right into it. Uh, this this uh is is a request specifically for uh uh Valkyrie. Do you, if you want to play multiverses, I'm a really good teammate player. My rain dog is level eleven. It's pr- I'm pretty fucking good. Just so, uh, oh my god! You know, hit hit me up in the Twitter DMs, uh, Andre Alonzo seventeen. I already Dude. follow you, so it's uh, it's all good. <laughs> I didn't know we were shooting our shot in this podcast. I didn't know what that. Okay, now I, got- <laughs> I didn't know what this was. See, okay, now see, uh, we're using more things. I'm creating clips and shit. Oh my fucking god! Oh shit! <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Valkyrie, if you, if you're interested, hit my man's up. Uh, <laughs> okay. With that being said, follow us on the socials at Andre Alonzo Seventeen at Nostalgia Plus Ultra, all one word on Instagram at Nost Plus Ultra on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys for listening in or watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, I've been Nostalgia. I have told by Zoe. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.